Do you feel like everyone needs you? Do you lay in bed at night worrying that you've disappointed someone? As a mom and business owner, it can be challenging to find balance between taking care of your family and running a successful business. But what happens when that balance is thrown off and you find yourself on the brink of burnout? In this episode of Plan Go Plan, I sit down with Sarah Brumley, a fellow mom, entrepreneur, and creator of the podcast Mama Business. And she's been there. She shares her personal story of hitting rock bottom and bouncing back stronger than before. Through her journey, Sarah has developed effective strategies for planning and building systems that allow her to run her business and show up fully for her family. So grab your favorite notebook and a cup of tea, because we're going to learn. <laughs> we're going to learn from Sarah's experiences and gain valuable insights that can help you achieve your own work-life balance or something like that. It's time to start building a life that works for you. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of planning or goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. Hi, y'all. I am so excited to welcome Sarah Brumley to Plan Goal Plan. Sarah is a wife of 17 years, and she is a mom of two teenagers and a toddler, which I'm quite sure makes her superwoman. <laughs> and after many years chasing the idea that she had to do all of the things, does that sound familiar, to grow a business, she realized that she needed to design systems and strategies that worked for her, not the other way around. And so that's exactly what she did. And now she teaches other mamas how to grow their online businesses without sacrificing their family lives or their sanity on her podcast, Mama Business. So welcome, welcome. Sarah, could you share a little bit of your story with us? You have a story about burnout. I also have a story about burnout. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your story? Absolutely. I think a lot of us have a story about burnout because uh, it's very common to end up burned out, especially when you're running your own business and especially when you have kids at home and other obligations that you're also responsible for taking care of. So definitely a good topic and a good conversation to have for sure. But like you said, I'm um, a wife, a mom to three. I have two teenagers that um, also have special needs. And so that's been uh, it, quite the ride. And I have a son who was a surprise and he's now almost two. So that's also fun. And it's definitely got me thinking about my business in a whole different way, because I'm running it in a different way than you do with teenagers that are in school all day long. So but I started my business in uh, 2015, kind of leapt into the online business world. Uh, we had, I was working part time at that point in time, and just really wanting to get out of uh, 
you know, I wanted to be able to be at home. And so that was something that I was really interested in. And I just started with a blog and it took off so quickly. I didn't really think of it as a business at that point in time, but I really wanted to have a hobby and an outlet for my um, writing and my ideas. And I just felt like my brain always had something going on. And so um, within just a few short months, I was able to quit my corporate job and pursue that full time. And because of that growth, um, I had a lot of fellow business owners that I had networked with start to say, Hey, I don't understand how you're doing this this quickly. Could you help me grow my business and my blog the same way? And so within a very short period of time, I transitioned not from blogging necessarily. I was still doing that, but I was also taking on clients. And so very quickly, I had a full calendar of clients that I was helping to, um, do all the things and attract their ideal clients as well and use, you know, content marketing strategies and all of that. And so fast forward to today, um, my business definitely still looks the same, you know, a bit of the same, but it's definitely shifted, I guess, into I'm working more just with website design and systems. But I guess that my, you know, as far as burnout goes in 2020, so I was five years into my business at that point in time. And, um, everything shut down, which was, you know, the case for everybody. But for me, I had been growing my business in a way that had me working with entrepreneurs who had other jobs typically. And so they were running their jobs as side or their businesses as side businesses, and they were busy. They were busy with clients or they were busy with their full-time job or whatever else it was. And so pretty much when they hired me, I was doing the work and I was just kind of released to do my job. I wasn't interacting or engaging with them regularly. It was just kind of like they would hire me and I would take on their systems or whatever else it was. But as we all know, in 2020, everybody went home. And unlike a lot of people's businesses, which just kind of stopped, mine just grew exponentially during that time frame. And everybody needed me. And everybody wanted a face-to-face -face call because they were home with lots of time on their hands. And I just started to feel that overwhelm. And initially, I think that everybody thought, okay, well, this is just going to be a short period of time. No problem. We can all press through. We can, you know, work. I, I For me, I felt like I could work, you know, all hours of the day just to help keep my clients' businesses up and running. And I was happy for the extra income at that point in time. But over time, I just started to feel very claustrophobic. Like I would never escape that pressure of, um, everybody needing me all the time. And honestly, I would just like lay in bed at night and worry that I was going to disappoint somebody or that I wouldn't be able to keep up. And then I would start to think like, what in the world am I doing laying in bed? I should be working right now. My brain's awake. I'm awake, that type of thing. And I am a super people pleaser. And I know that a lot of, you know, a lot of us, a lot of your listeners probably feel the same way, but I just felt like I had to continue on and give my clients what they wanted. And so that's what I did for several months. And then and my husband and I, he's a teacher, so obviously he was home and he wasn't looking at going back to school that fall because they were going to do everything online. And so we just decided that we were going to take off in our trailer and drive. We live in Washington State and we were going to drive across the country to where my parents were in Maine at that point. And so we did. We took off and day one on the road, I realized I had left my um, laptop charger at home. And so I was going to work from, I was going to work from the road, you know, like the best of, uh, working from home type, you know, but, um, so I just kind of texted all of my clients and was like, well, I guess I'm going to be taking this time frame off and I will, my husband ordered a 
laptop charger and had it sent to my parents' house. And so it was like, okay, well, the few days that it's going to take us to get across the country, I'm just going to go ahead and not, um, not work. And honestly, I mean, I guess at that point in time, we probably could have thought about stopping, right, to buy a charger, but it didn't even occur to us that we could have bought a charger on the way or anything like that. And for me, that was the biggest blessing that that didn't occur to us because when I when we got to Maine and I plugged my computer back in, I did not want to plug my computer back in. I never wanted to see my computer again. I never wanted to work again. And I, well, I was tired. And at, at that point, I just knew something had to change. And so that was kind of the turning point for my business as far as moving into, I guess, a new phase of how I was going to run my business and what was going to matter to me and what that looked like going forward. Oh, yeah. Like listening to people talk about their different experiences throughout COVID, throughout the pandemic, and the way in which this incredibly, you know, horrific thing that has impacted so many lives has also provided a lot of clarity for so many of us and has prompted us to really think about our relationship to our work, our relationship to our jobs, and our relationship to our family and our friends and our communities as well. Uh, we just can't take those things for granted quite in the same way as we did before. So you are now businessing in a different way. Yes. Um, could you maybe tell us a little bit about how do you business and mom? Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely a challenge. I will say that like, it's not an easy thing to take on running a business and being a mom at the same time. And quite honestly, for me, it's a lot of give and take because I think that, you know, having come out of burnout and having realized, you know, you know, like you said, the clarification. So once I got to that, like clarifying what really mattered within my business, then I was able to actually pinpoint like the things I needed to do in order to make that happen. Right. And so um, with that, though, I've been able to look at the different seasons of my life and figure out what the priorities need to be, because there are definitely seasons in our lives where we have to focus on our family more. There's been months where I've had to say, you know, no to anything but the bare essentials in my business in order to make sure that my family is taken care of and vice versa. There are times when our businesses really, really need our attention and our family has to take a slight bit of a back burner. Right. Um, so there's definitely like that idea of balancing, but it's not an even split. And I think that that's something that we, we, we want a lot of times to be able to see that that balance looks like this gets the same time amount of time right in my day as my family does or vice versa. And that's just not the case. And for me, even like just week, week to week, it's a big, it can be a big difference as far as what that looks like, because at any given moment, you know, a kid can be sick or the babysitter cancels or my high schooler gets suspended from school. You know I mean? So from week to week, it always looks different. And I think that just figuring out for me, I guess how I balance business is just determining what my priorities are and then doing my best to schedule them in. One of the things that can really be a struggle, I've gotten to work in the last couple of weeks with some clients around goal setting and planning. And one of the biggest challenges is really defining what are the essentials? What are the priorities? And it can take a little bit of time to get there. Because it is, you know, you sort of said, oh, I had to strip it down to the essentials. But if we don't know what those essentials are, it's really hard to do that. And so it does take some 
work to learn what those essentials are so that when we need to strip things away, we know what it is that we can let go of and what it is that we're going to still hold on to. I love the way that you're talking about balance too, because so I'm kind of skeptical of the word balance, at least in the way that so many of us think about it. Um, I always use the metaphor actually of um, if you're standing on one foot, right? If you're in like tree pose in yoga and you're standing on one foot, you're balancing. But if you really pay attention that in that moment, your ankles making all of these minor adjustments all of the time in order to hold you in what looks like balance. And so um, I really like to think that balance is all underneath this like floating, right? This balancing is all these like minor adjustments. So if you were going to offer one tip for working mamas, you know, to do how they could do all of the things, what would your tip be? Honestly, I'd say don't try to do it all at once. Yeah. And that, that the idea of the do it all mentality just can create so much overwhelm and then you end up just feeling down and discouraged. But I do think that as moms, we have a lot on our plates, even if we're not doing all the things. And I really think that um, my tip would be to schedule. For me, scheduling is huge. Making sure that I'm sitting down every week and looking at what my priorities are, what's going to, you know, move the needle for me at home or with my business or whatever else it is. And just making sure then that on top of that scheduling, that I'm communicating with those people around me, what needs to get done. And those two things, I guess it's two things, not one tip, but two that go together. Those two things, I think, um, make a huge deal or make a huge difference, I guess, for me in my life. And that's what I would recommend to people. I love that. That makes my planning heart really happy. Uh, So when you're scheduling, do you have any techniques that you use to make sure that your priorities are aligning with what actually happens on your calendar? Absolutely. So I can kind of talk about what my scheduling like session with myself looks like. I typically take 30 minutes at the beginning of the week. So whether that's Sunday night or Monday morning, I sit down and I look at my schedule. And so it's, I have routine things that I know are like the they have to get done every week. So whether that's recording my podcast episode or spending a certain amount of hours on a client project or those different types of things. So I have those all laid out for my for myself, like in a template that I use. And so every week I'm looking at that template and I'm saying, okay, how many hours do I have on this day and this day and this day? So I map those hours out and then I'm adding those different things to my schedule for the week based on the time frame I have. And so anything above and beyond the basics, like we talked about knowing exactly what what is going to move the needle in your business? What are the essentials? Um, anything beyond those essentials then get scheduled into the additional hours if there are extra hours in the week. Otherwise, that's kind of how that goes. But I do have goals. I have goals that I've set for the year. I have goals that I've set for the month. I typically have a top three for my weeks, um, three things that I think are especially important. And a lot of times that's a family thing. Maybe this is something that's family that's especially important, or maybe it's a business thing. So it definitely varies by the weeks, but then making sure that those are on my calendar and I am checking them off. So I guess that's kind of my process for looking at it. Yeah. I love that. Do you use a paper planner or are you digital? I use both. 
Yeah. And I have a calendar. I also have a calendar on my fridge. I'm all about everybody knowing what is happening in my family and out of my family, but I have one that I carry with me. I'm lifting it up to show you, but, um, I have that. And I also use, um, I use notion. So I have a task management system or a project management system I use as well. That's awesome. I, I know that you've already spoken to this just a little bit, but you are your own boss. And that's awesome. You get to have some control over how you spend your time. But that also means that you're really responsible for a lot, too. Um, so how do you stay on track when you're your own boss? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, I think it comes down to a couple of things. Um, I think that when it comes to like staying on track, I have to have very, very clear boundaries around my time, around how people can contact me, when people can contact me, when people can schedule meetings or interviews or whatever else it is with me. Um, I have very clear boundaries, which I didn't have pre-burnout. So I think that that's a good way that I stay on track now. Um, but also, like we said, knowing what exactly, like what moves the needle in my business so that I can do those things consistently. And I think that consistency piece is huge for me because I'm not gonna stay on track if I'm not doing things consistently. So putting that practice in place. And then I think lastly, like having really solid systems in place um, with automation as much as possible really helps me stay on track because I'm not repeating tasks week after week if I don't have to. If a system can do it and all I have to do is connect it once and have it run through that process for me, then as much as I can do that, that helps me stay on track as not only a boss, but it also keeps my time um, doing the things that actually move the needle. And I'm not spending time away from my family or other important things doing those repetitive tasks. So hopefully that helps. I love that. So if my listeners wanted to move the needle, if they wanted to work with you to learn some of those systems, learn some of those techniques to move the needle, how would they contact you? How can they connect with you? Absolutely. So um, honestly, my podcast is Mama Business, and you can search for that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can go to sarahbrumley.com to find out more about the services I offer and my course, which teaches you how to put all of these systems in place for yourself. That's awesome. That's so fun. I'm so glad that I got to chat with you today. Um, I am really geeked out that we think so closely about how to how to change our relationship with our time so that um, time is something that we experience fully and something that we can do meaningful work during with our time, but also have those meaningful moments and make memories with our families as well. So thank you so much, Sarah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.